Network. What up, though? What's up? What up, though? That was the old intro. (laughs) What's going on, y'all out there? We gonna do a surprise pop-up show. For those who are not familiar with us, we are the IOW Sports Show. On Wildcard Mars, not in attendance today. He's somewhere getting high, (laughs) you know, (laughs) or sleep one or two. so Nick called me up and he um, informed me about Brian Flores. So we thought we'd jump on in here, give y'all a quick take. Then we're going to hop right back off. So you see that one pop up on you. Go ahead, jump in, give you a quick take, and we ain't going to be here long. All right, Nick, I'm going to go ahead and let you have the floor. So what today, up, Brian? the alert comes out. Hey, what's up, Brian? Brian, I am going to address your question, too, that you messaged me when we're done with this. I promise. Uh yeah, I get the alert today. Uh, I was at the uh, the town basketball thing that I uh, monitor, and uh, the alert comes in that Brian Flores is getting hired by the Steelers. And I did, like, in a good way, like a double take, mm-hmm. like, oh, shit, for real? I-, I think it's awesome. I think everybody who's been following the story, who's been – has an opinion on it, Mm-hmm. I think collectively, it's one of the few things in sports that you could say might have been unanimous. Right. I think we all thought he would be blackballed because right. of the lawsuit. Right. And nobody would want to touch him. But kudos to Mike Tomlin. Uh, brings him in as the, I think, the assistant head coach and uh, He's an a assistant senior, uh, defensive backs coach. Senior linebacker coach or something like that. I know they got the senior defensive assistant. Something like that, yeah. It's... I don't know if that's a common title, but you know what? Who gives a shit? You know, the guy has a a good reputation. Right. Ryan said defensive linebacker. Senior defensive linebacker coach. Okay. So, you got a good group to work with, right? Right. Pittsburgh's always been an elite linebacking uh, organization. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know, good. I'm very, very happy for Brian Flores. Um, uh, you know, kudos to the Rooney family, um, who's been instrumental in in getting and uh, not getting, but instrumental in um, creating of the Rooney rule uh, to mm-hmm. get African-American coaches more interviews, right. uh, to give them a chance to, to step up and promote within the league. Uh, and uh, kudos to Brian Flores for taking it, right? Because right. we know through the Kaepernick situation, Maybe sometimes people just like, nah, nah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. But right, right, you know, and something I've been vocal about about Cap, not to get into that, is I thought he should have exposed the league and not taken the non-disclosure and the payout. Mm-hmm. If there was legitimate collusion, you should have burned that place to the ground to get it exposed. Now here's the thing: but, I, I give this caveat: we don't know what the league they might, no matter like had some on one man or something. You know, I don't. 
when people in high power like that, you never know. He got kind of force his hands. Okay, this might be my best move. But anyway, what you about to say? go ahead and finish? I get my but take. kudos to Flores for lack of a better term for staying in a game, right? <laughs> right, right. Good for him. Like this is yeah. your passion. This is what you want to do. You're not in it for a money grab. Mm-hmm. You are legitimately like to me taking the job while mm-hmm. there's a lawsuit. Lawsuit gives his case more credibility to somebody like me on the outside. Okay, because it's not a money grab. Mm-hmm. This is more now for a lot of people that like, kind of shrugged off the accusations, you know. And I'll admit, maybe like I was one of them in the beginning. I'm like, ah, mm-hmm. maybe you just didn't get the job, and it sounded a little bit like sour grapes. Mm-hmm. But now that you're taking a job, I don't want to use the term beneath him. Mm-hmm. But he's taking you, an assistant job to work. That you overqualify for, right? Like sometimes you got to do that. Like yeah, just say know, that a job that you overqualify for. That's probably the best way yeah. to describe it. You got to put yourself out there. You got to get back in the game. You got to grind. Uh, you got to impress a new organization. You mm-hmm. let the Roonies go to bat for you. You let Mike Tomlin go to bat for you. Those are very credible people in the NFL. Who, if they put your name out there for a job and a recommendation. Mm-hmm. I think it carries some weight. You know, Tomlin's right. been around since 06, 07. Mm-hmm. He's been right? around for a while. So good good, good for him. I'm very happy for Brian Flores because this is something I did not expect to see. And I certainly did not expect to see this a month later. Yeah, I agree with you all, Ryan, on that. Completely floored in a good way that this is taking right. place. Good for him. And kudos to the Steelers, which I never say. We can edit that out later. <laughs> well, what's your take? What do you think? So a lot of things go goes through my mind, and I didn't bring it up the last time we talked about it because I it's one of those things like when you talk when race is always in inject into the conversation, it becomes polarized automatically. And some people want to distance themselves from it, right? They don't right. want to. Right. They don't want to put their 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 toes in that water, right? Right. And the issue is always. And it's on either side, the person saying it or the person being uh, who is receiving it. When you use the word race, a lot of people always look at it from the individual. Like you call someone a racist. But for the most part, you should always look at the system and not the individual. Because the individual, in the most part, in the grand scheme of things, is very little. Yeah. They are racist. It seems like a lot when you're looking at 10,000 people out there doing a demonstration. It's not also oh, a lot of racist people out there, but you look at the scheme of the population is minute. It's a grain of sand on the beach, right? Right. So you always should look at the systems that are in place that has racial overtones. Okay. And I think that's, and the funny thing is when you have a relationship, like you let's take, let's take you and I, for example, with being of different cultures. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> being, of, being of different cultures. You know, if yeah. something happens to you, you know, I can say, for me the outside looking, I say, man, that looks like such, 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 such. But because you're in that culture, you can say, hey, there's some things you don't see because of this and vice versa, you know. And it's not that you're saying I'm a bad person and vice versa. I'm saying you're a bad person. I think that when you have that kind of relationship, you have to, Sometimes acquiesce to the person whose culture is being, who's talking, has the, the um, expert on that culture, it's for example. That you you got to walk a mile in my shoes to understand. Right, that. right. So I think with the Brian or, Flores things, 
going to the blind forest, a lot of things that, like I always said, we can't say that it was racial looking at the evidence. But being black, you always see that underlying stuff that goes on that that most people on the outside just see as on the, on the surface that don't look racial. And but we sucks. see and we see it sucks. so much. Oh no, it does. It does. Like, but I think this has to be said. That statement sucks. Right. Like, like, right. You know, I, I think this has to be said. Nick. I don't understand completely. But to, right. to, to this... see my friend make that statement right now, mm-hmm. saying that it's like, oh, they got us again. You know, like yeah. that. Like, a, and that's you know, and that's the that's the that's the that's the thing right there, Nick. That's so hard about it because sometimes you can be wrong. You know, I I I, I will admit that, but because you see it so much. You always on the defense, and for so long, and so long, you know, now, it's like here we are in 2022, and you know, I we've all seen the memes. Dave right. Chappelle said it himself, so I'm quoting Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. Why was it easier for Caitlyn Jenner, Bruce Jenner, to change his sex than it mm-hmm. was for Cassius Clay to change his name? Right, right, right. I mean, different eras, but still, same thing. It, I mean, it thing. applies, right? It applies. Mm-hmm. It applies, man. We see and so, this shit every, you know, every so often. It's not right. anymore, but some big story will pop up. Some injustice happened to somebody, and you got people who who want to change the sex of a four or five year old kid, and it's like they got full support by people. Right. Like, Good point. What are, um, what are we, right. Not to open up that rabbit hole. Fuck. Right. Fuck me for fucking saying it because I have it, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Like the, yeah. there are some things that should be no brainers by now. Right. Racial equality right. should be number one. It should be, right. in my mind, mm-hmm. a past topic. Right. It should be something that's happened in history. We should have to deal with it now. Oh, right. I agree. I agree. Now, now, bringing it forward to Brian Flores in this particular hire, it's a lot of kudos that you be throwing out. Kudos to, because I, I heard the story and I kind of saw some people talking about it, that okay. Tomlin had played a good, a good role, a big role in bringing them in. Cause he has a lot of pull in that organization. Tom was a very stand-up guy. I no, can picture uh, him reaching out to Flores and say, I know it's not what you want, mm-hmm. but it's what you need right now. Get your ass in here under me. Right. We'll do everything the right way. We'll build you back up and then mm-hmm. we'll get you back on the top in the league. Right. And that's, that's the I good thing. That being the, 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 the summary of the phone conversation. Right. Right. You, being like, oh, I don't want to <laughs> do that. And I'm like, fucking listen to me. Right. This is what you need right now. Right. And you know the good thing about it too, you don't know how far and how long this case is gonna take. That's yeah. gonna dig into his pockets. And if he wasn't working, you know, we, we look at it, oh, he's making millions of dollars, but shoot, lawyers cost. No, a case like this, mm-hmm. in one of these cases, mm-hmm. your attorneys take it on. It it's when you go for a settlement, mm-hmm. it's like a workman's comp case. Okay. Lawyer doesn't get okay. paid till you get paid. So you get paid, okay. Yeah, okay. That's good, man. Because I thought about that. that and then, if your settlement two. is, say, it's a hundred million, just a flat even mm-hmm. number, mm-hmm. your lawyer then says, "Well, our time, our efforts, and this came to six point four million. The people paying, the people who pay the settlement, the league in this case, would have then have to cover the lawyer's fees on top of it, so it wouldn't come out of okay of his. Now, lawyers don't take a le- don't take less than thirty percent minimum. Good lord, thirty percent." Jesus, yeah. When when you go big, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's crazy. But it's good that this take this takes his mind off of it. He he's back into the game. He loves kudos to the Roonies for um, green lighting yeah. it. You know, yeah. so 
I mean, kudos to Brian Flores for going ahead and accepting it. Because he could have been like, hey, man, that's beneath me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he went ahead and, he went ahead and said, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and listen to you. Colors. He, he's right. about the grind. He's about being a coach. He's about being out there with the players. He's about mm-hmm. teaching. You know, and, and that's, that's now, really good, man. This is not to sound over-the-top corny, but it's like a fucking heartwarming story. Like, right, who would have thought right. a month from now, Brian Flores, after everything that came out during, you know, just a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. would have thought Brian Flores would be hired as an assistant coach and, and a top defensive assistant. Right. So, I, I didn't think so, man. Now, only thing I want to say to this, though, Nick, I just wonder, will this become a distraction for next year? I don't think so. He's, he's oh, got coaching experience. He knows how to keep the guys focused. You got Tomlin, who mm. isn't an X's and O's guy, but he's a fantastic mm. leader. He's, he's one of the top leaders in the league. Uh, one thing that just popped into my mind. I'm going to read that book, Ryan. Do, excuse me. I'm drinking a coffee. Forgive me. <laughs> do the Steelers play the Patriots this year? <laughs> oh, that'd be good. Or do they play um, Miami? Do they play Belichick? <laughs> I'd love to see that. I might have to look at the schedule now. You said right, right. <laughs> Pull that up, man. <laughs> Let me see. I might have to look but, that up. Uh, put mm-hmm. Steelers twenty twenty two opponents because the schedule is not out till like April. Okay. Uh, Ryan, while he's looking that up, I looked up the over and under for the All Star game that you messaged me about, and it's three twenty or three twenty one and a half. What I would do is I would look at the two previous All Star games after they changed the rules. And see what the over-under is with those because the fourth quarters were competitive. Normally, I would say yes. 80 points a quarter, 40 each team, take the over on that. But with the fourth quarter being competitive, see what that all-star game was when when that was competitive. And then and then I would go from there. Like use that as a base. If it was 297. Maybe not. If it was three twenty or more, then 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 ride it, you know. Because we know the first three quarters, you could see fifty points a quarter. But that fourth quarter, I'm very curious to see what those numbers were. And uh, I literally woke up from an old man nap on the couch, <laughs> made a coffee, and hopped on the show. I, I didn't get a chance to do that research myself for you, Ryan. They play the Patriots and they play Miami. Oh, that's good. Play Miami um, in Miami. They play the Patriots at home. That's gonna be and, great. And Patriots, so, so that means we got them too this year. Yeah, you got yeah y'all play them too. I saw that too. That's gonna be great. That's gonna be good to see. Yeah, yeah, it's it's one of those uh, those Belichick handshake moments, right? Because you you can't blame <laughs> the head coach, the new head coach. Uh, was it Mike Williams? Yeah, for the Dolphins. So. Uh, he's got nothing to do with it, right? So that handshake oh, no, no. won't be weird or offered. No, those, it won't be. Those are gonna those CBS cameras, man are going to be locked in seeing <laughs> what the pregame is about, right? If they, if he they said, do they play them, the Giants? You know? That's the team that I screw the most. You know what? I didn't think about that. They play, oh, well, they play the Giants, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So do they play the Giants? Let me check the schedule. I don't think I've seen the Giants on there. No, they play Philly, but not the Giants. But, yeah, man, I, I like this. I like this a lot. I think this is a good... Like the Steelers almost coming in like Mariano Rivera and saving the pass, <laughs> right? Right. Right? They're Except like, the right, year they, they lost to Boston. I'm still mad about that. No, and I hate to use the term blackball because 
you know what I obvious. mean? Yeah, but you know, yeah, it, it's a billiards reference, not a racial reference. <laughs> <laughs> but even in billiards, why is the white ball always hitting the black? <laughs> We're not gonna uh, go down that road today. That <laughs> <laughs> guy. Uh, but you know, we all thought he'd be blackballed. Like, let's be real. Right. Like, it's, it's we all thought it. But I'm very, very <laughs> happy. I'm having a Almost like proud. What did he say? He said, um, how the Giants on any one on any schedule. <laughs> <laughs> They're the clients. <laughs> it's like playing uh, Bishop Sycamore. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ryan, great point. Flores, too, because we yes. said earlier, he could have just, nah, I'm, I'm going to sit out. I'm going to ride out this lawsuit. I'm, I'm going right. to get my payday. But I'm glad he's back in for the grind. Very. This very brings happy. legitimacy to his case. Yes. You know. Yes. It, you this know. shows I want to coach. I want to be in a league. I mm-hmm. want to be the guy. Right. I'm not trying to get easy street. I'm not trying to get a payout. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to make sure that my fellow minority coaches have an opportunity, like I do. Not everyone right. is as blessed or lucky to be a, a a former head coach who who gets picked up right away. Right. You know, some guys get a chance and never get a chance again. That's true. Here's so, something I, This uh, is good all around. This is very, very good story all around. I, I hope this gets the popularity and more of a buzz than the lawsuit. So, right. I like that comment too, um, Ryan. Um, everyone hates their boss, but fuck them. <laughs> Do your job and show everyone you're the shit. I agree. I live by that philosophy. Man, your fuck em part was very emphatic. <laughs> <laughs> I felt I, that from I, your I soul. felt Ryan in it, so I had to kind of like, you know, put it in bring, there. Bring that know. comment up again. Bring that comment up the again. last comment? All right, go yeah. ahead. Oh, Ryan, my new favorite thing is to put two T's in butt and say butt fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> That's my little play on words that I do on, uh, on uh, Facebook lately. <laughs> I'd be like, yo, I don't care about the Patriots, but fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> we say, um, do you think see, uh, Stephen Ross will have to sell the Dolphins? And now that Hugh Jackson said the Browns paid him to lose, will the Browns have to sell LeBron's group? <laughs> no, nah, I don't think Hugh so. Hugh Jackson really walked back those comments big time. That did no. not get as much a story or publicity as his original comment, mm-hmm. but man, he walked that back. He moonwalked like Michael Jackson taking that shit back. Right. <laughs> Here's the thing. I saw. I saw the original one. He he tried to speak lawyer speak when he said he he tried to imply it. But he didn't directly say it. Let's say that he tried speaking in generics, but he right threw the dart. <laughs> right, and so he implied it. I'm not mad at that. And what he said wasn't as bad as what Flores said, because even if it happened that way, it was more Miami's, I mean, I'm Miami, Cleveland's way of saying, hey, look, we're going to be crap for a couple of years. You know, we're going to pay you anyway. Here's the money. This is our plan so we can get draft picks. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't a it wasn't, it wasn't. I don't, I didn't see the name of that person on the comment, but whoever um, just made that comment. Mm-hmm. If you Google Hugh Jackson ESPN mm-hmm. interview and watch it, it's like about eight, nine minutes. He says he it wasn't a offer before a game. It was right. more like a year-end bonus, like, hey, thanks right. for doing that. Mm-hmm. So, but he didn't take the money. 
Right. So it wasn't like a handshake before the game agreeing, like, hey, coach, we need to lose this game. Let's make sure we lose it. Because even players on the Browns at that time, I think McCourty was one of them, one of the McCourty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He spoke up and said, we weren't fucking good enough to win. Right. Like, it doesn't matter. Like We didn't have to try to lose. We did not have the roster up, to win games. And everyone knows that. Cleveland was a laughing stock. And then all of a sudden, Miles Garrett hits. Nick mm-hmm. Chubb hits. This offensive line hits. Denzel right. Ward hits. No, and and he no, um, he didn't drop the lawsuit either. Tim. No. Now here's the thing about um, Cleveland. The only thing I would say to Cleveland is this: bad part, as far as me, if that was your plan, then you don't fire my man for following your plan. That's the only thing I didn't like about that. You know. Yeah. At least let them you did let that. Them work out that plan. You at least let them work out that plan. And then when your players start coming in, if he fails after that, then you fire him. That, that's fair. It's it's like if, if let's use us for example, right? Mm-hmm. With our relationship. Right. You or Mark came to me and was like, hey, we want to eliminate all of our followers from right. the group. Right. I need you to start deleting people out. Right. And all of a sudden people started leaving. We're taking L's. Mm-hmm. And then, for whatever reason, say you want to launch another page, right? Whatever the case right. may be. Right. And then all of a sudden, you're like, all right, fuck Nick. We're going to boot Nick off the show. Right, right. Right. Like, why wouldn't I say, oh, this is what <laughs> these guys are doing? Right, right. And you that's kind of I mean? how it like, was. You right. don't get rid of the guy who is doing the dirty work for you if there's right. a dirty work agreement. Like, right. that's fucking, that's like Mafia 101. <laughs> you off them, but you don't just fire them and let them like, <laughs> go public with your with your dirty laundry. It's, I don't know, the, the other part of the question was what, Stephen Ross selling? Yeah, he's not going to sell it. He's not going to sell unless there's an email, a voicemail, a recording, a text that says, we're going to pay you 100000 to lose this game coming up. You right. need... You need the uh, the smoking gun, and if he does that, if there that does come to fruition, I mean, Flores already showed Belichick's text. So if Flores had anything like that on Ross, you know that would be public already. That oh, yeah, would be submitted be in, the, in the court case. It'd be out. NFL would have shut that shit down, paid him a billion dollars, and said, "All right, shut up, man. It's done." Right. So yeah. I, I, Ross is not going to sell that team because number one, like you said earlier, NFL prints money. NFL is is, he's not giving up something as profitable as an NFL team unless the 31 other owners vote and say you're done in this league yeah the the teams make money regardless losing teams make money yeah the NFL is a cash a cash cow you know that's why they don't really care too much about the small market they're gonna make money regardless revenue how it is keep everybody equal is to keep everyone afloat right so they ain't worried about that. Uh, what do you say? I can't imagine these idiots didn't text or email that stuff. Uh, if it was a phone call, oh, what's it? no, if it was a phone call, that shit is still listened to. I agree. I agree. It's, yeah. it's, it's you know it's, what though? These billionaires, man, they've done a lot of business deals. I'm sure they've done a lot of shady boardroom yeah, right. handshakes. They know how to cover their ass, man. Like, if you don't become a billionaire and a successful businessman without knowing what to put in email and what to talk about in an alley, you know what I mean? Let me say this. Let me say this to what you're saying. 
that's yes and no because you gotta realize too, some of these billionaires have money in a family. It's, it's old money. Yeah. So the kid that might have the money now probably didn't get none of that school to hard knocks like the granddad did. You know, they helped build it. Everything was handed to him. So he might not have the street smart, so to speak. And sometimes that happens. That's why you see them doing stupid stuff. You'd be like, why are they doing that? Because they've been having stuff handed to them. They don't realize some of the things that's simple to you and I is like not simple to them. That's why they do stupid stuff. No, they, like, like, like Ryan said, blue buds, right? Epstein shit. <laughs> maybe, maybe too far. That's all right, man. We talk about everything. Don't worry about it. Because they never earned it, right? And that's how it is sometimes. You know, with some of these blue bloods. So you read comments and you don't post them. I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Oh, I'm about. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. There's more news about Epstein today. What happened now? I didn't see that. Uh the person who was supplying with underage um an es- like not an escort agency, a model agency. Mm-hmm. He was in prison. Killed himself. Oh, I saw that. Cameras were out again. I saw that. But here's the thing, though, Nick. Why doesn't happen to Giselle yet? Just lane. It's not just lane. I mean, just lane. You know what? Nothing happened to her yet. I'm surprised. I don't know. She must have cut a sweet deal. I guess they know she's willing to go down with the ship with everything she's did. She's done, right? Right. Maybe. That's an eye off in Wonder Show, which I would love to get on one day if we're doing like pop culture conversation. Oh, we bring you on, man. We we do a lot of pop culture, bro. Love that. A lot shit. of pop culture. We we do love a lot that. of pop culture. I talk now, not small. So we on that set a small plug. We talk about everything. Let's do, get me in, man. I'm up for it. Look, we didn't did. I love my did. favorite guy on the internet uh-huh. is KFC from Barstool. Oh, Kevin, Kevin fucking yeah, yeah, Minute Man. He puts <laughs> all of the pop culture information into of like one two minute video and i'm like i'm good i know everything i can talk about everything no, right. since we're on the topic of, of Brian flores can, let's Go throw ahead. this one up there Go ahead. what about this fucking racist bitch from the rams who fell off the stage in front of stafford and he walked away no did you didn't hear about her she broke her spine or something, didn't she? She broke her spine. Bro, they're digging up tweets from 2013 of her, uh-huh. and this is this is me quoting, fags six, seven times using the N-word on Twitter. Really? Oh, bro. Now they're like people putting pressure on the staffers. And then she's got over $50,000 in a GoFundMe. And then, of course, the racist people in America on Twitter are mm-hmm. like, oh, you could try to cancel her all you want. I just don't need $500 to say fuck you to people who are against her. I'll, I'll send you the screenshots. There's, it's so wait, not a minute, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. There are I mean, seven, eight N-bombs. Honestly, okay, I saw the I saw the video. I didn't like read on, but I saw the video. Yeah, so, you saw the video of Stafford going like, oh, I didn't see that. Like, right. like yes. Okay. Later that night, uh-huh. or the next night, right. people have all these screenshots, man. You know how Twitter is. Twitter is oh, yeah. oh, crazy, yeah. man. Right. Uh, but she had she called gay people fags, right? Uh, and there are seven to eight n bombs, like like not even like joking. Like uh, mm-hmm. somebody somebody was in my way. I was like, get out of my way, right? Right. But it's bad. 
Wow. So now there's going to be pressure from the Staffords. Like you can't. Number one, you don't need to step up and pay somebody's medical bills. If you're working for the Rams and you fall, that's the Rams. Right, that's, that's the Rams obligation. Every dollar is covered. Mm-hmm. So why should staff have to pay her medical bills? He didn't push her. Because it's like the guilt thing of like, oh, we didn't help her. What's he supposed to do? Drunk dive off the fucking stage like Superman? Right. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's I, it's I, PR move, right? Oh, we're right. doing a good gesture. Matt was intoxicated. We're gonna help. It's a workman's comp. There's not a fucking dollar. She's gonna <laughs> sue the fucking place for the way the stage was structured and not having a right. guardrail. She's gonna right. be a fucking millionaire off of being a fucking klutz. And nobody now, tells her to jump on the stage in the first place. <laughs> trying to get that photo of Matt being drunk. Right. That, that's a good point, too, Ryan. Uh, if my lady fell, I don't want anyone to touch her unless it's a medical person. Yeah. yeah. Hey, well, what's he going to do? What's if you move her, he goes move down her. there, he helps try to sit her up. Now she's got a broken spine. Oh, it wasn't broken until uh, Matt Stafford sat me up. I'm right, right. That's how it's going to go. That's how it's going to go. Matt was perfect. Mm-hmm. And he did he said, hey. We've all that. seen crazy shit happen. You're like, well, mm-hmm. I don't want to be a part of that. That was exactly <laughs> what he did. Like, that would be my reaction. Sober, that would be my reaction. Drunk, right. I would point and laugh. <laughs> like Peter Griffin. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what's up, man? Uh, yeah, Nelson. man. I'll, I'll send you the screenshots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right like nelson yeah <laughs> but you know what now that i found out she's good i'm glad she fucking fell but now she shouldn't get financially rewarded from it and she's gonna happen Nick. she'll gonna sue happen. the rams she'll sue the yep. city of los angeles mm-hmm. uh she'll sue twitter for fucking right. uh for emotional distress the people who made everyone will be the problem everything. but her right that's how it always go down how many times we've seen NBA players uh, almost crash front uh, front row on people? I'm surprised nobody sued none of them either. Yeah, I mean, crash the only one is Rodman and the cameraman. Total coincidence, <laughs> it's another cameraman, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, those, those fucking those tweets are are whoo. It's well, amazing. Since... You can say that on mm-hmm. Twitter and never get banned, never get suspended, right? Right. It's amazing too, right? what gets allowed and, and what doesn't. Different platforms to, you know, Facebook. Okay, what you say on Facebook? They ready to get ready. You quick. Quick. Cameraman, uh, uh, uh writer NDA. Yeah, they can't sue. <laughs> what do you guys think about Coastal just submitting their resumes for open jobs and <clears throat> not, oh, let me put it up there so you can see it. So you're not reading. Uh, well, I'll leave that. Submitting their resume for open jobs and not doing an in-person interview. This will stop the owner or GM racist bias. They will just hire the person with a better resume. I like that. It's not like, a bad. Like it's not the, bad. Uh, but here's the thing. That's good in regular jobs. But in jobs like this, everybody knows everybody. And, and I can figure and out who your coaching by looking at your resume. Part of your coaching resume is what? 2014 to 2017, New York I, Jets. I, I, right. right. Boom. Right. You Google, you know who it is. <laughs> you know who it so is, right. With coaching, it's different than... It's a than good idea. ...going for a job, right? Because right. Because you've got to list your 
positions throughout the years and then it's right. very easy with google to figure out yeah. everything mm -hmm. you know to what coach was in what position at what time so in theory it's good but with the mm -hmm. nfl it won't be able to work <laughs> for the game he said what do you think about mahomes saying gummy bear and little mahomes getting booted from the game i'm sure his lady ain't happy but i told my lady i'll do the same thing if you was a distraction i agree man did you see the video Speaking of that, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Don't say. Speaking of that, now this is I'm gonna say this. I got a go public ahead. service announcement. Go ahead. Again, I bring it up with Patrick. Mm -hmm. Are they married yet, or are they just still? In no, it's just a fiance. Okay. Just a fiance. Right, get away now, bro. Get away now. <laughs> right. Give her a hundred mil for the kid and fucking cut ties. This bitch is psycho, and this is my public service it's announcement. Your career. Watching, you never date a woman who's gum to tooth ratio is greater <laughs> she got this much gums and this much teeth run because no deal on her teeth all day grinding that shit down in frustration wonder where you're at even though you're on tv at a football game she's like, probably talking to another girl she's fucking psycho right psycho <laughs> get the fuck out now man 100 that's, mils easy hey that shit <laughs> Oh, she but here's the thing too, Nick. I was I just right before uh, we came on, I, I just um read this. Now I will say the source is not like the New York Times or anything, but this is what's being reported. Oh, so it's credible. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Go ahead. They're saying I'm gonna paraphrase most of it because I um basically saying that um Mahomes and the enemy or I eyes for each other for the last couple of years. They wanted to get rid of him um, last year, but they didn't want to fire him coming off a of Super Bowl because of the optics. That's why they only gave him a right. one-year contract. Okay. So now the Blind Forest thing happened. Now they don't want to get rid of him because of that. Well, his contract's expired. So technically yeah. they got rid of him. They would have to rehire him. Right. So they're oh. they trying to figure out what they trying to figure out the best way of going about it, because if you just say, okay, we didn't, you know, a contract expired, and they're going to say, okay, well, Brian Flores thing is racial. And that's what they're afraid of. That's what the reports are saying. And on top exactly. of that, they said... Mahomes is a minority quarterback, right? So it's not right. like it's Ryan Fitzpatrick. I don't know why that was the first right, one. Right, right, I right. my head, but it was, so... <laughs> hey, you know. but, so it's not like it's a... He is a white guy, so he qualify. Yeah. <laughs> But and then they saying that um, even the last play of um, the championship game that was uh, that was being me calling that and they didn't want to call that play. That's what being reported. I don't know how true it is. What the uh, the hail mary to Tyreek Hill? Yeah, this year's. Well, that, what, how can they want to hail Mary's Harry Hill this year? Was it the last play that hail uh, Mary, but he threw it up into double cover? Right, so right, 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 yeah, 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 right, 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 right. I yeah, joke yeah. and call it a hail Mary because you're throwing right. up jump ball to the fucking small sky. You, know, you can't, you can't joke, joke like that in my memory. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'll try to remember. Was that a hail Mary? No, but like my son is the same size. My son's in eighth grade. He's the same size as Tyree Kill. I would have thrown a jump ball <laughs> to a five. <laughs> Let's say Nick did you tell us about his history or was it male? Whose history? Uh you talking about, about um the enemy? Wait, who called the throw? Oh, um yeah, the fourth quarter play, uh the enemy supposed to have called that play according to the reports. Right. Overtime. That was overtime if we're talking about the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what we're talking about. The enemy supposed to have called that play. 
that's what the reports say. And so now they they trying to find a way to get rid of him without it looking bad. Um, you well, know, I, when the contract expires, that that's your that's your out, right? Yeah, Nick. But here's the thing. Now we talking about court of public opinion. That's what we we ain't dealing with common sense here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People gonna say, oh. That's just y'all excuse for getting rid of the black uh, assistant coach, and that's what they that's what they scared of. Now I'm not saying I don't know how much how true it is. That's what reports are saying. But right, right. There's one cure. There's one fix Mm -hmm. that appeases everybody. You want to say it? You want me to? You can say it. You hire another black offensive coordinator. Nobody could say a fucking word. There you go. Easy money. Tyree Hill, he's on the shortness. You know, or, or you do the opposite, right? You, know, you, everybody loves the quarterback coach. Yeah, yeah. Bump him up, and then you bring in a minority quarterback coach, right? And then you let them work up through the system. So, I mean, listen, you you can't you can't operate an organization, and you can't be a head coach, um, trying to do what's best for your team. Uh, and and have to worry about the court of public opinion, right? You can't. Like, man. It's not can't. firing a guy on a five-year deal after one year, right? That's that's bad. Like mm-hmm. we can't have the sports world flipping out every time a minority coach gets let go or fired. No, I don't think they bring back. I think that's the way the snowball's starting to roll because you're, I mean you're saying it yourself. Like right. you're worried about what people are going to say about the end. Right. His contract mm-hmm. expired. Maybe right. mutual. Maybe they just figure, okay, we ran our course here. Andy's not retiring in a timeline we thought he was. Mm-hmm. I, I was told I would be the head coach eventually. Right. It hasn't worked out. Some some glass bottles have been broken throughout the years. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's just better to start a new relationship somewhere else. Right. The interesting thing, interesting thing about this, what they're saying too, they basically trying to say, and they kind of go into some of the interviews he went on too. They're basically trying to say he's just really not a good coach. That's why he's not getting the job could be a bad interview you know some guys are just made to be assistants not right. everyone is is meant to lead the room that's true some guys are just meant to lead their group whether it's some people, coach mm-hmm. everyone's got their own ceiling right every charismatic person is not a leader he couldn't be he could not be detail oriented i'm not mm-hmm. accusing him of these things i'm throwing right. out suggestions right. to right. the viewers uh it, it, he cannot be very well spoken. Where uh, maybe they're afraid of him dealing with media. Maybe you know what mm-hmm. I mean. It, and this is not just the enemy. This is any guy who doesn't get hired. I'm just throwing mm-hmm. out. I'm throwing right. baloney. I'm seeing you know right. What's whatever. Uh, it, there could be a multitude of things that that. And let's be real. Race might be one of them. Like right. race might be one of the issues mm-hmm. for an organization. But maybe they they've done the the check the box thing with him. Mm-hmm. So. You know, I personally, I could get a phone call from Eric Bieniemy right now. Mm-hmm. I would not know it's him. I don't know his voice. I haven't right. heard him speak, mm-hmm. so I can't speak on him as a as a public speaker, as a leader. I, I don't know. There's some assistants you hear all the time. I heard it. I heard it. I heard him do an interview one time. It it didn't. It wasn't. He doesn't have a bad speaking voice. Let me say that. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't oh, like he sounded yeah. like Mike Tyson. I'm just throwing like. shit out. I'm not yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just, yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying, yeah. <laughs> Ryan said, be enemy, um, we'll take it over, but Andy ain't leaving unless he has a heart attack from too many burgers. And I hope not, but that's Andy's a reason. An iron heart. Heart. If he hasn't had a fucking, if he hasn't <laughs> right. from a heart attack yet, this motherfucker's going to live to 110. 
<laughs> yeah, there, there's yeah. something there. Like these are one of the things. Ten years from now, after Andy Reid passes, Eric Bieniemy is gonna drop a fucking book. That's that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, and you're gonna get the be all know all of this, right? Right. And I don't know, man. I just I'll listen to like I listen to the interview or the report. It wasn't really the interview the reports. Some of us sound credible. Some of us like ah, it's hard to believe. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like, I was just throwing it out there for sake of conversation because I don't know how yeah. credible it is. You know what I'm saying? Because you're still kind of wondering. He's been with them this long, and you're looking at the you look at the, look at Sean McVay. You know, um, his um, assistant got hired. Oconnell got hired. I hired Minnesota. He got uh he just got through playing against one of his assistants in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And another assistance, I think, I think at least three of them that left under Sean McVay. One of the things that are very common amongst head mm-hmm. coaches, right? Because of all the different hats they have to wear, it's charisma. Right. Like you look right. at Robert Salah, the guy mm-hmm. is is captivating. Oh, nagging. You know, even if it's negative, even if it's negative. like Rex Ryan, mm-hmm. captivating. Like they talk. Rex Ryan is, he, you know, Rex Ryan takes over the room. Yeah. And, and, you know, Tomlin is a very strong personality and, and believes what he believes. And it isn't, you know, he's very steadfast would be a great word for Tomlin, right? Uh, Todd Bowles. Is you got to like tell me what you read, right? I'm not sure. Tell me what you read. Todd Bowles is like the exception. Todd Bowles is the quiet reserve. And he got killed for it in New York by the media. Tony giving For not being quotes. Like, they had Rex. And they fucking hated Rex for being too brash and too bland. But then mm. the same media is killing Todd Bowles for being too quiet and calm and reserved yeah, that's and, how they are, and man. even keel. So, like, it's it's crazy. Like, like you don't know unless you're in the meetings. You don't know like how these people are under stress. How mm. how they put a game plan together. You know, we we've all known for years. Andy Reid runs the offense. It's his right. playbook. It's his scheme. It's his system. Mm-hmm. I've called. Excuse me. I've called Andy mm. Reid the quarterback, quarterback whisper. <laughs> right. right I've got hurt. He was throwing in Detmers and then and, and they were fucking playing good football. Right. So let me, you know, let Peterson me, um, ran Andy Reid's system. He just took the book, photocopied it, and then used it. He added one play. Philly, Philly. Excuse me. A little hiccup burp right there. From the <laughs> oh, okay. Right. Uh, here's the thing. People love People like Rex Ryan, you know. You, you, you know, know, hey Rex, how's your day? And and you're sitting there waiting to write the quote, right? Because right? you're waiting for it. Let yeah. me give you a good example: the mayor, the former mayor of Detroit, not Kwame before Kwame, Coleman Young. Saying like I know the mayors of Detroit. Right, well, everybody, everybody, everybody know Kwame. You know what I'm saying? Everybody knows Kwame. So Kwame that's, why Brown? that's what he's no. up to. <laughs> Kwame Kilpatrick. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing: Coleman Young, Coleman Young. Came into Detroit at a time when Detroit was very racially segregated. There were no, there was no black people started moving from the south into Detroit. It's a lot of black residents in Detroit, but everyone who policed them, everyone who gave the mail, the fire people were all white, and they were being harassed by the police all the time. So Mary Comyon came in, cleaned that out. How gave long black, This is. Back in the 60s before I was born. Oh, okay, okay, all right. I mean, but he stayed mayor up until I was born. So they had the big four stress unit. They would jump out, beat black people up, blah, blah, blah. 
He got rid of that. He was a hero. He was very vocal. And the white people of Michigan didn't like it. Because he would say, but most black people back then were afraid to say, two white people in power. He called exactly. it as it is, and, and people right. Back then, you know, you, you weren't supposed to say that. Yeah. You know, right. Yeah. So you now here comes to challenge what was labeled the man, right? Right, right. So then, so Bill Bonds, who was a big anchor personality back then when I was growing up, he lived in Howe. Significant of Howe, Michigan is that's where the Grand Wizard lived at. And Howe was known for being racist. Um, I.e., and a now friend is of mine. White? Is the anchor white or black? This guy, Bond. he's white. He's white. Okay. All right. Now, I am give you an example of how I'll go back to my point. A friend of mine worked in how she's black. She went out with a bunch of her white co worker. They went to a restaurant, took her order. They took everybody's order, got to the, the black one, which was my friend or my sister, actually. Um, They said, We're going to get, we said, We'll serve all y'all, but she's going to have to get her, tra- her, her food out the trash. That's how how it is. So now, going back to my point, I was doing an interview, and Bill Bombs just dogging Coleman Young. No, get, he's on a real bad. And Coleman Young said, well, how you going to talk to me like that? You live in how? And, and they just stopped the interview. Because everybody knows that me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So my point is, people love Coleman Young because of that. Going back to the Rex Ryan. People love Rex Ryan because of that. Because they love that type of stuff. So when you have someone that's that's meek and doesn't say anything, first of all, as a reporter, you're not getting a lot of quotes out of that. You know, as a person who's under your leadership, you're looking like, especially in football, you're used to that coach, you know, being brash. You're used to that. If you play any kind of football, you're used to that. And your coach don't do that. It's kind of looked at, oh, he must be weak. He may not know what he's talking about. He could be the smartest guy in the world. But if you don't say a lot, that sometimes people don't you don't equate that with leadership, and yeah. that could be the enemy's problem. We don't know because we're not yeah. in that locker room. But maybe that's one of his problems. He doesn't speak up enough. Maybe he's not brash enough for people or have a strong enough personality. Let's not say brash. Let's say strong enough personality. Yeah. He don't have to be brash. You could be bold without brash. I don't think Tomlin is brash. I think he has a strong personality. Yeah, you could be bold without being brash. You can right. be confident without being cocky. Right. You, know? right. you can be. A lot of things without going. That's over. a good point. He said that's why Trump was elected. Uh, what you just said right there, and that's true. That is why. I mean, that's part of the reason why, but that's why. What did Ryan say? Um, if y'all don't control the room as a oh, if you don't control the room as a coach, you're not a coach as smart as you are. Um, it takes more than brains. I agree. It takes more than X's and O's. You can't be shy. You can't be coy. You can't mm-hmm. be like an aw shucks type and right. be a coach in the NFL. That's correct. You got to believe in you. You got to believe in every word you say. You got to believe in every word you preach. You got to believe in your players. You got to make them believe in themselves. Mm-hmm. So that's why the the captivating figure I mentioned earlier, right? That head coach walks in the room. It's like, all right, we're at attention. You know, like almost like a mm-hmm. drill sergeant, right? Right. Like you got to have the respect for that guy mm-hmm. leading you. And if you're like a like a bashful, you know, like Herm Edwards epitomizes right. that. You know, I've referenced mm-hmm. Jets coaches a lot because I'm a Jets fan. I know more <laughs> about the Jets coaches than anyone right. else because I follow mm-hmm. them daily. Herman Edwards it was a bad, 
coach in terms of decision making and clock management. Right. But that motherfucker could preach. Mm -hmm. You know, like you, great you, I heard his opening press conference, man. I remember sitting in Warren, New Jersey, mm -hmm. in my office, listening to the press conference, and I was ready to fucking tackle women walking down the hallway outside <laughs> of the office after Herman's oh, You work for the Commodores? No, no, no. <laughs> uh, but like that was look. Herm. Herm yeah. made you believe every word he spoke, like a Ray Lewis, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Like certain people are able to speak, reach you, get your blood pumping and, and, mm -hmm. and make you believe in yourself, even when you don't. And that's right. something aside of what was his offense ranked? What was his defense ranked? Can mm -hmm. this guy lead men? Right. Robert Salaza, head coach, because he can lead men. Right. You know, I remember he, he's it's there's an X factor. Some people mm -hmm. don't have it. Right. You know, and it's not a knock on you. It's just maybe your ceiling is just play caller. Maybe your ceiling be. is defensive backs coach. Maybe Everybody you're be more suited for the scouting department because mm -hmm. you're in depth with, with knowing the skills and, and the positions and the needs and the tendencies of players. Right. So everybody's got their ceiling. I don't think mm -hmm. it's a knock on the enemy if he's hit his ceiling as right. an offensive coordinator, one of 32 in the NFL. Right now, it's very curious if his contract has expired and they don't extend or they don't sign him again. Where does he go from here? That to me, maybe he's suited for college where you have mm -hmm. 40 assistants and they can help mm -hmm. control everything. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm spitballing right. here. So no, don't no, I'm going to speak to Ryan's point. He says, when Ray gets respect, uh, he talks on their level and gets things going, which is rare. Now, I was in the academy. Right. Whenever a commanding officer walks into the room, okay, what you doing? There's a tension. You stand at you stand at attention. You know, and then they tell you at ease, just like in the army. They yeah. tell you to at ease. Yep. All right. Now, our corporal, that's pretty much that was over all of us. No, our immediate, our immediate supervisor. He talked to you like, you know, like 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 what up, man? That kind of thing. But he carried himself in such a way that you respected him, even though he would talk to you on your level. You know, he talked about the game, whatever, but you you respected him because of the way he carried himself. And that could be what Mouvet is. You know, yeah. I'm not around him. I'm just assuming, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, he talked to you on your level. The way you carry yourself, sometimes it's not what you say. You know, it's that, it's that body language. Yes. It's that way you carry yourself. That, you know, that, that, that ability to find that human connection and, right. and relate to somebody. Right. You know, so that's that's a little somebody different. Somebody from Southern Mississippi or if it's mm -hmm. somebody from Brooklyn, New York. Right. How you say it. It's right. the ability to find that level and, and connect at, at right. on the human level. Now, right. McVeigh, McVeigh to me, mm -hmm. that, what, what are there, 50 guys in the room when, when you were in academy? Like how many guys in oh, the room? 35, 40. Okay. You... I don't know if your room had this example, but mm -hmm. sometimes you see a guy and you know from day one that guy's going to climb the charts, the, the, the ranks here very mm -hmm. quickly. Right. right. He's just a born soldier. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Or a born, right. you know, whatever, Marine, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. There's a guy who sticks out in the crowd. That's been mm -hmm. McVeigh for a decade. At right. 23, 24 years old, he was sticking out. Mm -hmm. So. I get, certain people just mm -hmm. have that it factor, right? Right. 
And I'm gonna say this, and it's not, it's not. I mean, I don't mean it as a brag. I had that. I always had an ability to walk into a room and just captivate the room. That's yeah. just something I have, and that's not a brag. I just know that's my no, natural going that's too. That's a skill. That's, that's my natural going skill, right? Like my my father's wake. Mm-hmm. My father passed like three and a half years ago, almost four mm-hmm. now. My mom and sister sat there crying. The kids were sitting down with them. And I'm up in the front of the room making mm-hmm. like everyone laugh in the greeting line. And the greeting right, line right. stopped for five hours. Mm-hmm. And like at the end of the day, like I just went home, I crashed and I cried for like a half an hour. But right. during that moment, like you wouldn't even know that my father was the one laying a couple feet away from me. Right. It was my ability just to talk to everybody. Oh, I remember this. Oh, thank you. Right, oh, right. Just make jokes right. nonstop to, to like, cope and deal with it. Mm-hmm. So I, I completely. Why get, does it? Hey, I got to ask something. Go ahead. The person who's commenting on the bottom. I see you comment a lot. Man, can you tell us your name? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to pronounce it myself. Like, is that guys drive? Oh, it's like a like an online acronym or whatever. But yeah, I yeah, see yeah. Guy commenting or girl. I don't know. Right, we don't know. I assume guy. Just forgive well, me. Well, shout out to uh, Twitch. I don't know uh, the people that watch on Twitch. Oh, a guy like this. We've addressed this a couple times on the show. A guy huh. like Nick Saban, a guy like Harbaugh from Michigan. Uh, those are drill sergeants. Yes, those are guys who have to control every aspect mm-hmm. of your day, mm-hmm. and the college players need that type of coach more than oh, the game zone. Dri- I got you. G- game zone. Game. Jo- I can't say it now. Game zone doctor. Got you. <laughs> game zone doctor. Okay. Yeah. Uh. So, the Saban Harbaugh's they control every minute of a college kid's day when like they sleep, that. when they piss, when they I eat, like that. when they go to school, everything. So Saban and Harbaugh are guys that are cut out for college. When you get to the NFL and you try to do that with guys who are making more money than you mm-hmm. and you try to be the drill sergeant, they're like, fuck you, right. get the fuck out of my face. Right. They don't have that ability to, to relate to players. They need to control players. And hey, Saban's been great at what he does, right? But mm-hmm. Saban's ceiling is a college coach because you need Saban to get to the NFL. NFL players don't need to coach for anything. Right. I like what you said up there, uh, Ryan, about your employees and I'm stuff. Just just right. You can it's have people man. who are brainiacs, right? Who mm-hmm. create medicines or, or computer and they're like, they're quiet. They're cu- they're coy. Right. They're shy. You know they're never going to lead the company unless they create something that creates a company. You know, right, right. You know, like Bill Gates or uh, mm-hmm. Steve Jobs. They're not in the fucking rooms building all this shit. Right. They're just that they had a great idea years ago. Now they have so many people working for them. Mm-hmm. That's true. But man. They're the face of the company, right? Mm-hmm. So it's. Everybody's got their skills. Some people are, and God bless everybody who's working and grinding. Some people, like I'll Be use care as example. Some people are meant for sales. Yeah, you're right. Are accounting. Some people are a receptionist. You know, so that's just the way it is. Some people are, are built for maintenance. Some people are built for repair. <laughs> Brian said, "Let me read let me this first one." He said, "Trust me, lawyers hate to um, be told what to do, but they have to." Because they call me, otherwise do it yourself. Yeah. And then he said, if I need a lawyer, I call you. If you need IT, you call me. And then uh, Games On said, Pete Carroll did on both levels, which is true. Pete Carroll, but Pete Carroll is a rarity. 
very seldom you see coaches do it on both levels. It's a shame it took him so long to get good at coaching. Yeah. Because yeah. he was in like his late 40s or 50s before, like when he went back to USC. Because he was. Right. Because he, he didn't do good at He was the Patriots head coach in the early 90s before right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree with that. Everybody just and, and then he went to USC and got big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. USC, a big, but is Carol a, is a big program. Is that drill sergeant. Carol is that guy who can relate to everybody, and he's like a friend as a coach. You know, it's mm-hmm. like he really cares about his players and and, and right. their development. Other guys are like Saban, and it's like an org chart of you're not here yet by this point. Why aren't you asshole? <laughs> like, like <laughs> you can keep saying talk to people like that, right? Right, like Pete Carroll, would be hey, what are we doing here, bud? Well, you know, what, what's our plan? We got to get you here. You know, it's right. how you relate to people. You can give Amy five different people the same thing to go convey to someone as a message, and that message can come across five different ways. That's facts. That's facts. He said, "Uh, Jimmy Johnson and Tim cared about his players, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's a, not just a coaching trait. It's a it's a human trait. It's a human trait. I like that." Yeah, I, I like that. It's a human trait. That that's perfect. That's perfect. That's a perfect way to end it too. That's perfect. Good time. I like that. Good. Good appreciate way. Appreciate everybody watching. Appreciate everybody popping on. I know uh, it's Saturday night, and some of you are about to get fall down drunk or Scott already. Are. So, <laughs> want to thank everybody for taking some time to tune in. Like I said, I, I messaged the guys and said, "Hey, let's let, let's do a little pop up show with this." I thought this was a good topic, and I thought right. it was too good to wait till Monday. I'm right, sure we'll I agree. It again on Monday uh, as a group collectively, but uh, yeah, th- this was nice, man. Thank you. I'm glad we got on with this. Oh, no problem, man. Anytime. Um, shout out to um, other co host on Wildcard Mar. You know, you can catch him at 12 midnight, Tuesday through Friday, Monday to Thursday, Mo- Monday and Thursday. Yeah, Monday and Thursday because you know, he midnight did Friday Thursday. night. He did last night, like I was in bed and like he sent me like an invite. And I was like, ah, oh, let me get up with him. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. It, yeah. Uh, if a human trait is about relating to players, then then do we need more female coaches? That's a good topic, though, man. That's something we need to do on another show on. Yeah, uh, we better relate to male nurture. Is that nurture than, than a female? True, but yeah. it's let's see. That's that's see it evolve, right? Like it's but, it's we're breaking the ice with it. It's not going to be an overwhelming influx. But, like, if you had a time machine and you went 30 years into the future, maybe you got an NFL head coach who, who's a female. Here's the thing. You know, it's the beginning, right? And I, I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm not going to go down a rabbit hole with it, though. But here's the thing. you There's a lot of things you got to look into when it comes to female culture. This is, they built a culture in the NFL. Just like we talk about race, just like we talk about anything else, you have to break through that culture. So it's not something that's going to turn overnight. And just like, you know, a lot of people still see females as less than, yeah. not capable of. It's just it's that's the, the uh, It's the you never played this at this right. level. How can you tell me what to do? But right. to that argument, there's many coaches who, who haven't played. They just right. know it. They know the right. game. They love the game. They care about the game. Right. I'll tell you right now. My daughter Sophia is 11 years old, and I keep mm-hmm. saying if she chooses she, she to, she can get a job in a front office. She, she can get a job in the NFL one day. That's yeah. how well my 11 year old daughter knows football. She can go out to a bar. Not that she does. I'm just using this as an example. <laughs> like, God, she can go out and hold her own with with talking NFL 
right with anybody mm-hmm. there's times she's for, for when she was from six i would be like oh did you see this happen she said yeah i got bleach report dad like i'm like oh <laughs> all right baby come <laughs> <laughs> but like when she's 30 and mm-hmm. I would not be surprised. I doubt I'll still be here in 20 years. But if I am, <laughs> then I would not be surprised if Sophia has like a job involved with with the league. Like right. that, how well my baby girl knows football. Mm-hmm. I think I think the female aspect of the game, female sports in general, let's just call it like that. Because, you know, you got the NFL and the WNBA and that whole um, thing about the pay and all that stuff. All those things is is embedded in sports, and it's it's been it's a culture has been built that's hard to break through, and just like anything else, since we started off talking about Flores and we talk about race, it's only just take the people involved. It takes other people outside of that yeah. community to get in and become allies. Same with the female Absolutely. aspect. You have to if you are male and you believe that females can coach. You need to become an ally to help them get in the coach. Yeah, and that's give them, you know, that's give them quality them positions, right? Let right. Them, let them evolve. Same as you do with with a young person, right? Right. They're not in the league if they're 23, 24 years old, but you can love something so much that you want to be a sponge and absorb every mm-hmm. ounce of it. And then it's up to the person. Like it's yeah. up to you. You set your career path. You just happy to be quality control, or do you want to evolve? Do you want to get into assistant positions coach? Do you mm-hmm. want to run your own positional group? Do you want to run right. for the D backs or whatever position? It right. Is? You know, can you evolve to a coordinator? Mm-hmm. You know, it's hey, it, it just people just deserve a chance, man. You never know you could find a diamond in the rough. You're right. You're right, Ryan. But I mean, just like um, Ryan's comment, you know, back when I started off, I was in the kitchen back when guys weren't in the kitchen. But I grew up around a lot of women, and I grew up around people, families that my family had restaurants. They cooked. Yeah. And, you know, and when you when you around people that cooked all the time or have restaurants, they say, hey, hey, boy, go ahead and turn that chicken. Hey, go ahead and cut that up. Go, you know, and you become the de facto prep. And cook. you either take to it or you'd be like, nah, this ain't for me. Right. Same and that's thing, how I end right? up like being the sponge. It's absurd. Right. Total coincidence. Right. That's a kitchen reference with the sponge. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> but. You had a choice. You're like, mm-hmm. hey, am I gonna am I gonna learn this? Am I gonna do this? Am I gonna evolve with this? Or am mm-hmm. I gonna be like, nah, that ain't for me? And I'm just I'm just good here, you know, <laughs> just washing the dishes or whatever the case may be, you know, whatever reference you want to use. Right. So it, 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 it's, it's up it, to it, the it, person that when you get a chance and you get an opportunity, do you make the most of it? And I, I think what you'll see with the Twitter world we live in, mm-hmm. it's gonna start to get some momentum of why aren't minorities getting more opportunities at coaches right women including females to get their mm-hmm. foot in the door nobody's saying go hire uh, a high school tennis coach as your female right. tennis coach as your as your head coach tomorrow mm-hmm. but like i said we skip ahead 30 years I mean, mm-hmm. i'm sure there was a time yeah female wrestling we had a time we didn't have him there was a time in the 60s where I'm sure people thought a black head coach would be a ludicrous idea, right? Right. Yeah, you're right. Because just the way the, That's world the way society was, was, was right. 30 years from now. Make the most of it, Nick, or 
Let it slop away. <laughs> Brian, why don't you fucking clean those coffee cups and shut the fuck up? <laughs> <laughs> we stereotype women roles um, are to say in the kitchen, yet society say the best chefs are men. That's a great point. That's I'll a fucking point, eat bro. anything from anybody as long as it's not spicy. No, it's a look appetizing. I try it for me. That's a great <laughs> point. You got it I love <laughs> that. But I, but the reason why that's um I gotta find a nickname. I won't say Game Zone Doctor Evil, but I'm gonna call you Doc Evil. That's a good point, Doc Evil. Um, Doc Evil. <laughs> but the Twitch Doc. Here, right, Twitch Doc. Here's the reason why: because you still live in a patriarchal society. And that's why yeah. we had those stereotypes, but the best of the best men gonna—they're gonna say men gonna dominate and men gets into it because you're in a patriarchal society. Yeah, I mean, I don't, you can go down the line with anything, and if men gets involved, men is gonna be perceived as the best at it, or you know, that's just how it is, man. But some of the best chefs I've seen were women. Not to say not, it's not, it's not, not to say there's not no great um, men chefs. They are. Yeah. Like, you I'm know? not going to go out and not eat if I find out, like, a, it's a female chef. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like, hey, man, God bless everybody. Everyone can do a job equally. Yeah. You I mean, know, if you have a skill, you have a talent, you have a trait, whether it's painting, I don't give a shit, male or female, whatever. Like, you know, if you do your job well, do your job well. Do your job well. That's it, like, man. That's it, man. I, 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 I like, one of the things I like about this generation now is that some of the things that we consider, let's take gender norms, for example, you know, what we consider that's, a, that's male, that's female, those lines are blurred with them. Yeah. Sometimes I think it's a little, you know. Sometimes the men. Are <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, sometimes I think it's a little excessive. But they that could just be, be <laughs> that might be my age talking, you know what I'm saying? And I think, I think I try to be objective to everything I approach. You know, I joke a lot. Don't get me wrong. I'm, a, I'm yeah. always finding, I was talking to my mama's sister earlier today and I, uh, my sister, she made a comment and she was joking when she said it, but she's like, you know, you don't support me and nothing I do. I said, oh, I'm going to support you. I'm still going to talk talk mess too at the same time. That's what I do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to say you ain't. Ball busting, right? It's, right. It's I'm going to say you're the stupidest person I've ever met. But I'm still going to support you. And I don't yeah. mean it. You know, I'm joking. But I'm saying my, my point to that is like, I'm still going to be me who I am, you know, no matter what. That's just how it is. And and that's I'm, that's the generation we grew up in. I'm 43. You're what, 49? Yeah. 50. That's the generation. We grew up in the 80s. Mm-hmm. There was no right. sensitivity in the 80s. If you wanted to hold your own, you either busted balls or you got ball busted into the ground into a coffin. And that's right. the generation we grew up they in. They grew up in, right. But you know, right. well, you know, I just had a friend pass away who I grew up with until that mm-hmm. day she passed. She grew up in the same generation as me. We could see each other out, give each other mm-hmm. a big hug. We're going to bust each other's balls and, right. then, and then go on to their way. But if either one of us ever needed anything, call the, the other and say, hey, I need you here. Fucking right, we're gonna be there. It's like, oh, yeah, like, that's how it, right, like, right. Like, you grew up in that in the generation that we did. There was no sense. I agree, Ryan. There, there, don't change your personality. Be you. Oh, uh, you've met me. You might want me to change my personality. <laughs> but, but yeah, every generation is different. Now right. it's the the 
over acceptance of everybody. And if you're not saying you're for it, you're against it. And we're going to attack yeah. you for not being open minded. Every generation's got their own thing. Appreciate that, you, bro. That's why that's why they, they can draw the lines, right? Of yeah. of the generations. Yeah, I know. I know. Right? <laughs> Give it back, right. back to the, on the Super I'll, Bowl score. And this is <laughs> oh, let's say this and we're gonna end it though, because uh we're gonna but, keep going our rabbit holes. But I agree with you. And but on the same note, you have to acquiesce to certain things for change. And I think that I live by the philosophy of balance. You know, not to be religious, but there's there's a proverb, Proverbs eleven, in, in um Proverbs eleven, it says a false balance is an abomination. And that's the lifestyle I live by. I try to always keep a balance. Yeah. And I think that's what you should always do. If you don't always have to keep, pull off, right? Right. Always keep a balance. Yes. Some things you're gonna have to acquiesce to because you need change. You know, if no one never acquiesced to certain racial issues, there would have never been any change, any progress. If no one acquiesced to certain women issues, there would have been no change yeah. in advancement for women. Same with Native American. You can go down the line. You yeah. know, you have to acquiesce to certain things so you can't have change. At the same time, you can't go too far because you got the people trying to cancel people for every little thing. Yeah. You know, the Whoopi Goldberg incident, I don't think she should be canceled educated maybe but not cancel because some things you oh, say you out of a rabbit hole man i just saying some things you say out of ignorance man you know i said but i mean i just want companies to have consistency because yes. if you fire roseanne for something less from her mm -hmm. own show mm -hmm. you gotta i can't remember why, why they fire roseanne. i remember it but i can't remember why thing, right you gotta right. do the same thing with Whoopi because you set the precedent as a company mm -hmm. i don't I care remember the roseanne incident but i can't remember exactly what she said all i care but mm -hmm. Corporations need to be consistent. Well, they're not gonna do that. They're gonna they're gonna go whatever the flow of the major what um, yeah. majority of people say. But on that note, y'all, let's get out of here because you no know, Nick likes to talk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's do a pop up show. SpongeBob. <laughs> Two hours later. <laughs> Three hours later. <laughs> Enjoy the weekend. Be safe. Right, you too, man. We'll see you on Monday. See y'all on Monday. Appreciate y'all tuning Peace. in. Peace. Peace.